good morning. Welcome to More Than Money. We wish that for you every Saturday morning. We wish that for you every single day of your life, that the good Lord be with you wherever you are, whatever road you happen to be on. Lots of us are on multiple roads these days. We are juggling so many different things that maybe Saturday mornings for just a couple hours, we slow down just a little bit, maybe pick up a couple ideas, maybe have some questions asked and answered. Maybe just enjoy the camaraderie of being part of the More Than Money family. All of that is really, really good thing to do. So um, maybe just slow down just a little bit for the uh, for the next uh, couple of hours with us on More Than Money. When I say us, you've got Alyssa Young, you've got Gene Dickinson, you've got John Elliott bringing you more than money. As we do every Saturday morning, we're up at Dark 30. And uh, John's up at whatever is earlier than O Dark Thirty. <laughs> much earlier. Um, lots going on in the world. Lots going on in our lives. Lots going on financially. So goodness, uh, if you have questions for us momentarily, I'll give you three different ways that you can get those questions asked and answered. And we are happy to serve you. It is why we are here. It gives us great pleasure. And. Uh, uh, if you would um, permit us to do so, we would consider that a great pleasure, a great honor indeed. Uh, first and foremost, uh, 833-707-7900, 833-707-7900, toll free from wherever you may find us. Uh, that includes, uh, let's see, last week was uh, Denver, Colorado mm-hmm. and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, we get emails up and down the uh, the eastern seaboard, but we'll talk more about that momentarily. But your phone calls, 833-707-7900. The icebreaker call, always appreciated, particularly by Alyssa. <laughs> She's a big fan. They don't call her the ice queen for nothing. No one besides you calls me the ice queen. Actually, I, I don't think I even call you that, do I? <laughs> I think that was just... Total malarkey. <laughs> malarkey? Who says malarkey? <laughs> it's just <clears throat> BS. So, uh, 833-707-7900, if you have questions about, gosh, almost anything in your financial life. We have covered so many different diverse challenges. It would be hard uh, to, to put a label on it. Yeah, we talk about investments, of course, and income taxes and estate plan, but we talk about all the subtleties, the Social Security and the Medicare deductions and QCDs, your icebreaker call is right there. I can see it. I can see it. (laughs) We talk about all manner of these kinds of things. But more importantly, and I think more interestingly, we talk about you. Uh, We talk about what's important to you. That makes us the most relevant financial show on radio today. We are live and in person. We do not put our shows in the can we allow our competitors to put their shows in their cans. What? <laughs> Every time you say it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> as, as it is intended to do. That's not malarkey. Uh, so uh, if you are so inclined, 833-707-7900. Was that just a tease, John? That was just a... Oh, oh man. What a on. letdown. You guys. Phone is ringing. I was all geared <laughs> she up. She was ready. She was, I think she was warming up. She was doing some stretches there. She didn't want to pull a muscle answering the first call. <laughs> if you have an email that you'd like to send us, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. 
Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. They both work very, very well. And if you wish to share our show with anyone, uh, even yourself, if you'd just like a clear signal or if you'd like um, to uh, uh, get to somebody in in Arkansas or to Colorado or to Minnesota or Wisconsin, uh, gosh, up and down, uh, Texas works, uh, Boston works. All you need to do is uh, share our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Listen Live button. It magically appears every Saturday morning at about 8.05. And you've got the entire show absolutely live for you. And if you have questions, you can hit the Ask button, and and you're with us as well. I know uh, Megan reports that we had a little bit of a struggle with our website yesterday. I think we're about 85% A-OK. So if you try the website and you're having a problem, let me know. Shoot me an email, gene at askmtm.com so that we can stay on top of that and hopefully give you all the service that you uh, wish. Um, goodness. 833-707-7900. Icebreaker call. Very much appreciated. And we turn to the phone. Yes, we're going to welcome Mike as our first caller of the morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you for joining us. Hey, good morning. Uh, how can we help you today? So I, uh, I have a gym membership that I really frequent in the sauna it's about 130 bucks a month okay are you there mike we lost you i hate when that happens Uh, but we have a backup phone call coming in so maybe (laughs) or maybe mike dropped and called right back maybe Maybe it's maybe it's instantaneous maybe (laughs) maybe that would really be something well, would, if it's not Mike on the phone now, call us back when you maybe have a better connection. Yeah, that's we'll, good idea. we'll pick that up where we left off. Uh, technology being what it is, still we get dropped phone calls oh, on yeah. occasion. Well, that, how about that widespread AT and T outage uh, over the past week? It was like thousands and thousands of people had no cell, cell phone service for I don't know how long it lasted, but it was significant. Are we allowed to say widespread? Because is it is that body shaming? Is that it just seems wrong somehow. No, we'll let that go. Okay. Uh, 833-707-7900. Phones are being squirrely. Calls coming in but not being there and calls being dropped. So Keep um, trying or yeah. email me. Yes, mm-hmm. either way. Um, lots are going on in the world. Of course, today is the South Carolina primary. That's interesting. Um, you can't make some of this stuff up in terms of the political arena and what is going on and what should be going on and what what isn't going on that should be going on. Yeah, you get the idea. Uh, so we'll just <clears throat> kind of let that slide for the moment. Uh, so much going on uh, in the near term. If you would circle March 9th, we're going to be doing a live remote from the More Than Money World headquarters. Those details, I should have checked the the website this morning i just saw it is so, the banner up yeah surprise to me but yes <sighs> uh on the ninth we're uh we're gonna have a special event at the more than money world headquarters for two reasons uh number one uh, <sighs> we're celebrating gene's birthday <laughs> um which is outstanding a lot of people go oh i hate birthdays 
I the only way to avoid birthdays is the, taking the route I'm not interested in <laughs> for another thirty years. So if you would uh, do me the great favor, it's kind of a it's a milestone of sorts. Mm-hmm. It's a milestone of sorts. So uh, we're going to invite you. It's going to be a drive around similar to our Christmas event, and we're going to offer birthday cupcakes. How cool is that? Yeah. And we're going to do a fundraise. Uh, that information's all on your banner on the More Than Money website, morethanmoneyonline.com, for our More Than Money um, Foundation for American Values. And all the money that's, uh, that's contributed, you're not, you, it's only if you wish. This is not a requirement. But folks have reached out and said, hey, I hear you got a birthday coming up. What can I get you? And the answer is, what do you get the guy that has everything? I mean, I've got Alyssa and John on Saturday mornings. Life is grand. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. But if you'd like to help us help other people through our foundation, uh, that will be fantastic. And uh, I know that Megan is working on some pledge forms, and we'll get all those details for you next week. But in the meantime, 833-707-7900. All right, we're going to try another phone call, and welcome Gina to the show. Is she still on? Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How can we help you today? Yes. Um, my husband's an only child and his mom owns her home. She's about 76 and they have a good relationship. So she won't talk about um, when she passes, you know, her, mm. her assets and her financials. And he did place my husband on her bank account, but that's as far as it goes. And she just refuses to talk about the end stages, mm. you know. So will the house go to my husband automatically, or I'm just afraid of what it's going to cost us in the end um, to, to obtain the house and those kind of things. Okay. Well, if um, her will um, says that her belongings go to her only child, your husband, then, yes, he would inherit her home. Um, we're, you know, of course that's assuming she has those things in place. It mm-hmm. is a hard for a lot of people to talk about. Oh, that it's stuff. very difficult. Yes. Especially in that generation, mm-hmm. they, they've been taught that it's, it's impolite to talk about money. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of understandable. Um, and, and young lady, you should be at least comfortable in the assumption that whatever it may cost in terms of estate taxes or, or otherwise, you you'll you'll still be ahead of the game because you'll be getting sufficient assets to pay for that. Mm-hmm. If your mother-in-law does not have a will, uh, the there are rules set up that govern where uh, assets go. And if he is an only child, it is almost certainly that he would receive the house and any other assets that she may have. Right by default, uh, even if she does not have a will. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah I don't know. think she does. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, you know, that, if, without a will, it might just take a little bit longer because a court might have to get involved to, to confirm mm-hmm. that he is the default beneficiary. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't really be a problem, just a little bit of a process. Um, so, yeah, what Jean was saying, you know, people get concerned a lot about taxes and the cost of settling an estate. But um, it's important to remember that those things you owe are a portion of what you are inheriting. So the costs come out of that, the value of whatever those assets are, whether it be house, bank accounts, 
IRAs, mm. all of that. So not to stress about that. You don't need to come out, come up with money out of your own pocket mm-hmm. to pay for those things. So um, oh, that's wonderful. That was my fear. I mean, mm. we would have the money to an extent. I mean, she maybe only has, I shouldn't say only, uh, maybe a couple hundred thousand in savings and her home is going to be worth about two fifty. Um but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's this going to cost us if she doesn't discuss it? Discuss it. Mm. So that's great news. Um, I would recommend that if you're uncomfortable and nervous about this, it's a good idea to work with an estate planning attorney to help you with settling the estate, um, just so you make sure you cover all your bases as far as the requirements go. There's some paperwork that has to be done, a few steps that need to be taken, and it's easier if you have an expert on your side. So if you'd like us to introduce you to the partner that we recommend, you are welcome to call our office and get his contact information, and that way you have somebody uh, you know, at the ready to kind of guide you through um, the steps you need to take to uh, to handle everything. And, and thank you for that. And we wouldn't need her involvement to do that. Yeah. Now, yeah. What what Alyssa is referring to is that at the point that your mother in law passes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Then to <clears throat> excuse me, settle the estate may uh, have just a couple little steps that you need to take. Um, but but they are requirements. It's not optional. So since you've never done it, having an attorney that's experienced and has done it hundreds of times would likely make it much easier and the cost would be relatively modest. Using uh, the numbers that you gave us, if your mom's estate is between four and five hundred thousand dollars, it will probably cost somewhere in the twenty five to thirty thousand dollar range for estate death taxes to the state of Pennsylvania and a couple dollars to settle the estate. So the net amount that you would receive would still be something well above 400, closer to $500,000. Well, you really both give me a peace of mind. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very kind. God bless. God bless. Have a good day. You too. 833-707-7900. The phone challenges continue. As we had another call, um, Joe called and unfortunately got dropped off. So, Joe, if you're listening, please uh, give us another shout back at 833-707-7900. Hmm. The, uh, Mr. Sunshine himself, Mr. John Elliott, always pleased to see the phone ring and jump right on it. And and Alyssa's carefully examining her phone. I am checking for emails, and I do have a, a question that came through by email, so that is a good backup uh, way to reach us if Excellent. you can't get through on the phone. Um, this question says, are HELOC and vacation mortgage interest deductible? HELOC meaning home equity line of credit. So the mm. interest you pay on a home equity line of credit and on a vacation mortgage, is that interest deductible? I don't think it is. Yeah, it, typically it is, but, and you really didn't want to hear but. Standard deduction. Yes. <laughs> typically, a home equity line of credit, HELOC, home equity line of credit, similar to a mortgage, the interest is deductible. It's reported With on air your. Quotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because the standard deduction now is so substantial that you would have to have significant interest. Now, if you've got a HELOC, a mortgage, and a uh, vacation home uh, to deduct, then the answer is you may very well be able to get above the standard deduction. Um, Having said that, it's unlikely. Having said that, 
90% or so of our clients uh, end up using the standard deduction. But technically speaking, mm. the interest is deductible if you exceed the standard deduction. Okay, that's a great clarification. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. 833-707-7900. right, we're going to go back to the phones and speak with Roy. Good morning. Morning. How you guys doing? Well, we're doing great. We're glad that you were able to get through. What's your question oh, yeah, today? Yeah, no problem. I man, it took me ten seconds. Oh, to good for you. You're in there, and yeah, yeah. You, you're skill. good at this. Skill. Yeah. <laughs> He's got skill. Yeah, you know it's weird. I, yesterday, you know, the internet and all that. It was it was weird. It was on my computer too. I was wondering if there was some kind of cosmic radiation, maybe. You know, sunspots and stuff do that. Uh, sure. But I didn't hear anything on the radio. I mean, they just don't. Give you a lot of scientific stuff, you know? Nah, not anymore. Probably aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, What's hey, your question I got, today? You know, I got you a question you probably never had before on Ooh, the show. Okay? Hit us with it. Here, here we go. Like, remember how you always say, Diane, you know, if that is her real name. <laughs> oh, we know. You've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, only heard it 100 times. 780 times. Um, but, well, one for each year. Um, but, uh, hey, I have this friend on the Internet, you know, mm-hmm. this, this friend who's a woman, okay, and she um, keeps asking for money and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get a little suspicious. Uh, you should give be. her a little bit because, you know, a soft story, blah, blah, blah. Red flag. You know, my parents died and I lost my store and I lost my job and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, I, I'm getting to the point where maybe I should kind of report what I have to the authorities. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe she's defrauding other people. Sure. Or if she really is defrauding people mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know but there were some documents i asked for to, to prove what she was talking about and they they don't add up mm-hmm. you know like she sent me a lease for the store and and on the on the lease it has her residing at a certain address and then she gave me a different address that she resides in in france this is shocking in france is, is that what you just said <laughs> what would you say Jean? <clears throat> this is shocking this is a story that's never been heard before <laughs> Uh, women oh, really? taking advantage oh. of men on the internet. Oh no, this is yeah. strange. Stories that don't add up. Women would never do that. <laughs> or, yeah, or men. <laughs> well, that's I mean, uh, excellent I, I, point. Men do that stuff too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah they no, do. no. Lisa, you know, uh-huh, I mean. yeah, they do, Roy. Listen, Roy, it's time for you to say goodbye to your little internet friend. Mm. That's all I can yeah. say. Cut say hello ties. to my it's little friend. You know, we had fun. I was practicing my French with her and stuff. And it was kind of fun. I mean, it was fun. You know, it was all innocent mm. stuff. You know, we did get right. No, I I got your problem solved. Two like things that, you, you know, can. It was yeah, fun. yeah, you should report this uh, absolutely uh, to the local police department. They will escalate it if necessary to FBI or whatever. And if you really enjoyed practicing your French, the community college has evening <laughs> French classes. That are fantastic. And Those classes aren't any fun. Come well, on. I'll tell you, you don't know who you're going to meet. Duolingo on you, your phone. Du- oh, <laughs> but if he goes to a class, he might uh, meet. He might meet someone. Well, he might actually meet this woman. And also, this woman might be a man who lives in Guyana. That's, um, what, my oh. hus- that's what my husband you're, just you're texted me. Ivory Coast. <laughs> Ivory Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she has all these friends on Facebook that are they're from the Ivory Coast. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Okay, um, and, I'm, and I'm thinking like, yeah, where are your friends on France? I, and I asked her, and she had no answer. You know. Well, I, you've I mean, had you some know, fun. She, she lives in France, but all these friends on Facebook, every single yes. one is an Ivory Coast. About Make a real them. life friend. That Jean's got a great, uh, this yeah, great this suggestion. A take real a person class. that you can yeah, see. Yeah, some people. Yeah. Hey, hey to... um, now, now, Jean, um, I'm sorry, but uh, to interrupt you, but um, you said <laughs> the local authorities. You mean the local ones where she says she lives? Or no, local... you. No, where you live. Oh, yeah, really? Really. they might be able to do something. Yeah, if, if for example, our office uh, over in Bethlehem in the in the uh, um, Holy Lands is uh, served by Colonial Regional. That's who I would report it to. And then if they felt that it was um, something that needed to be escalated, um, there's FBI issues, there's federal issues. Uh, but yeah, disconnecting from this person is really important because the uh, ability to infiltrate your um, your computer, for example, yeah, yeah. sadly is 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 a huge risk, and then the mess just gets just just gets it's ridiculous. Worse. So yeah, yeah, the red flags yeah, are yeah. all over the place. So we're we're going to say thank you for the call, mm-hmm. and we appreciate your input, and we're yeah. we've already given you good intel, which is get rid of her and go to real human beings, and uh, yeah. yeah, red flags for sure. Right? Thanks very wow. much. Au revoir. Au revoir. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. Look at you being all bilingual. Oh, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yes. What pronouns did? All right, never mind. Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. Um, really interesting. Yes. The calls that get through are interesting, at least. Um, I have a clarification about um, the email question we just answered, which um, was my instinct, but I waited for confirmation from Diane. It is her real name because she texted me and it said Diane. HELOC interest is only deductible if you use the money for home improvements. There's um, There are requirements without a doubt. Um, and... She is absolutely correct because that's what she does. There's no question about it. Uh, The reason we didn't go into great detail is because for 90% of the people listening, it's not going to matter. Right. It's true. Hey, could I? Couldn't I? The answer is yes, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, Or no, and it doesn't matter (laughs) because you're getting the exact same result. Uh, Goodness gracious. Well, that was really fun. Um, um, I like when the phones uh, work. So if you have a crazy question, call us like Roy did. That or was, that or was normal. You're, or normal. You're allowed to have normal questions. <laughs> so uh, we're $2,000 million in debt, and I bought myself a $90,000 truck, and <laughs> the payments are 1700 What should we do, Dave? Okay. Well, I was watching some of those entertaining <laughs> videos last night with my 14-year-old daughter. <laughs> who is already committed, training herself for her future career. Yes, She's yes. already picking up the ideas. This is very, very good. Sell indeed. your truck. <laughs> you don't need that truck. Sell it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, A thousand years ago. Uh, first of all, if, if yes, if you're in deep doo-doo financially, Dave Ramsey, he's the, there's nobody better. He's been doing it for decades about getting people out from under. And one of the first uh, experience I ever had with somebody in deep doo-doo, he literally said, if it isn't nailed down, sell it. Whoa. I mean, like furniture. If you had like a, like a love seat with a fold-out couch, that kind of thing, sell it. And, and just start paying down debt like 
like a madman. Speaking of like a madman, Paul Simon taking us to our first break. Paul Simon's pretty good. 833-707-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com will take your calls or emails after this on More Than Money. Far away, my well Just a beer, Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing if you be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says. That's our message to Roy. <laughs> There's a backstabbers out there. Watch out for those French ladies on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> if you listen carefully, that's what that song said. <laughs> From the early 70s. Is it that the OJs? the internet. The OJs. Backstabbers is a great piece of music. Oh, my oh, goodness. John, you really are a master. He is. He's like spooky good at that. I mean, it's nice he's good at something. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. The uh, well, John's back at it, which is fantastic. Um, I want to send a special thank you to a young lady. She knows who she is. She sent a very nice, a very sweet gift um, to Diane, if that is her real name, and me, uh, um, in um, honor of a baby shower that's happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My daughter is with child, and they're honoring her and having her shower yesterday or yesterday tomorrow <laughs> and um a a young woman who's one of our um, biggest fans and one of the sweetest ladies and also one of the most supportive of all of our efforts sent a very very nice gift uh and a wonderful wonderful card and i want to thank her and for all of you who are aware that my daughter is uh, expecting um your prayers are much appreciated, much appreciated. And uh, your, your well wishes and kind thoughts, uh, as uh, we expect uh, a little one, um, shortly, mm-hmm. shortly. Baby will be short, but only, oh. only while it's still Well, that's, I was just going to, I thought that was her new name, Shorty. Just, you can I, call her shoddy. No, I don't. I don't shoddy? Shoddy. That's... I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> 833-707-7900. All right. We're going to go back to the phones and speak with Sheldon. Good morning. Morning. How can we help you today? Uh, I called some time ago about my wife's annuity. Okay. 
Uh, it uh, renews after it was a seven-year annuity. Mm -hmm. uh, originally rolled over from a pension. Okay. Uh, so they they uh, for and it would re would have renewed this past the twenty first and uh, called uh, we gotten uh, he's put me in touch with Greg uh, mm -hmm. really didn't come up with any answers he said he was going to talk to Gene never did so meanwhile my wife went to the bank that she has a checking account and they. Uh, uh, have her rolling her, the annuity. Uh, I guess a check will be coming in the mail, uh, and then uh, they want to roll it over to a IRA. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I have my doubts. What are your doubts about what? Whether it was the right thing to do or if it's... Yes, yeah. Um, you know, going from an annuity, uh, a fixed annuity to uh, an IRA. Uh, and the idea of the uh, uh, company that she has her annuity with uh, sending her a check. It's okay. You know, okay. We're talking a big check, you know, and I'm thinking... Uh, is that the right right thing to do? Yeah. So, Sheldon, if the check is made payable to your wife, that would be a problem. If it's made payable to an IRA custodian, it's a rollover. It's not a taxable event. You still have lots of options. So one thing that, you know, maybe give you some peace of mind, if this was a seven-year annuity that just had its anniversary and the end of the guaranteed period has ended... If it was a fixed annuity, most likely the guaranteed interest rate has ended and it's going to drop to some very minimal low rate, like 1% or 1.5% or something. Well, actually, they oh. offered her 4.8. Uh, okay, and that's pretty decent. So now... Yeah. Uh, the bank, uh, the okay, Sheldon, 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 it's a conversation. You can't talk over Alyssa. So let me say this real quickly. Uh, I did talk to Greg. Um, we understood that you were offered 4.8% on a renewal. As Alyssa just said, that's a really good rate. And our recommendation was that you go ahead and accept that rate and take the new uh, rollover or keep the annuity as it was because 4.8 is really good and we think interest rates are going to drop. If you decided not to do that, if you decided with your bank to have them send the check out, it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be made out as a check payable to the bank as the custodian of the IRA for your wife's IRA, and then they will recommend how to invest it, likely in CDs, likely less than 4.8%, but that will be what that will be. Or the check will be made out to your wife directly, and she has 60 days then to get that to the bank and get that rolled over and there still will not be a taxable event. So you're in reasonably good shape. Uh, my recommendation was to stay with the annuity at 4.8. You've decided to go to the bank. That's fine. The bank may offer you CDs, hopefully competitively, <clears throat> excuse me, or they may offer you some form of investments. It was already an IRA. 
because it mm -hmm. was rolled over from a pension previously. It's staying an IRA. There won't be any taxable event. And it may or may not work out better than 4.8, but it's a done deal at this point. So make sure that you work carefully with your bank to make sure that they're giving uh, your wife the best returns that they can. Bank offer uh, 5%. 5% is great. My guess is it's going to be a relatively short-term uh, guarantee, a year, maybe a year and a half. And then the interest rates will likely drop. Mm -hmm. If you had gone 4.8 and locked that in for, say, five years, you would have had that locked in. So the interest rates are likely to drop this year and going forward, but that's yet to be seen. It sounds like you're going to end up being relatively intact. And since it's a done deal, uh, that then, then, then there's little or nothing to be uh, addressed at this point uh, uh, anyway. But uh, bottom line is that you should be relatively okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Gene. No, no problem. Sheldon, you take care and God bless. 833-707-7900, 833-707-7900, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. I got an email that simply says, what have you heard about this? The, the subject line is proposed new tax law. Yeah. It tells me nothing. So my apologies. I have heard little or nothing that I would refer to as a proposed uh, tax law. Uh, young, oh, I don't know, male, female. Recently, your program discussed heirs filing disclaimers. Isn't that an interesting topic? Uh, and disclaiming an inheritance from an estate. I need more information on the correct way of doing this. Uh, thank you very much. This is a weird, not weird. This is a, a rare question. Mm. Rare question. Um, uh, let's say you get a phone call, an aunt, an uncle that you uh, rarely uh, even knew existed has left you uh, $100,000. What's your reaction? Uh, what? Yeah, okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, then it's like, cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, there, very few people, very few people would go, No, thanks. Uh, no, I really don't want that. Uh, darn. I'll pass. Uh, send it somewhere else. 98%, um, 99%, 99.98% would go, Cool. Very, very cool. Um, as a matter of fact, we answered an email question uh, last week uh, about 529s from a young lady who inherited a block of money and she's funding 529 plans mm -hmm. for her grandchildren. Fantastic. So um, she did not go, no, thanks. She went, I, I can put it to good use. Yep. No, France. <laughs> Con they were coneheads. <laughs> totally coneheads. A long lost aunt from France. <clears throat> so there. The there are circumstances rare, but there are circumstances where inheriting property, inheriting assets, better word, is is not a good thing, is 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 not a useful thing, mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, there is a legal mechanism that allows you to say no, thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a scenario. Um, there, a son uh, loses his mom. She was 99. Isn't that lovely? She almost made the HH, Triple H Club. Uh, he, of course, is in his early 70s, has been very successful. So she um, 
names him in her will as the beneficiary of $500,000. Okay. And at this moment for him, all that means is a bigger estate, more taxes, uh, less for his kids and his grandkids. So he might very well say, I don't want it. Mm. Really important aspect of a disclaimer. You have no control over what happens to the money after that. Mm. So you've got to be very, very clear about what happens. So, for example, in my example, mom is 99. She passes. Her will says it goes to my son. But her will also says if he has predeceased me or does not accept this, it goes to his children. So he can say, no, thank you, in full confidence that it will skip him, Mm -hmm. skip his estate, skip being taxed, skip, you get the point, and go to his kids. Mm. Pretty cool thing. And vice versa. It could go, hey, it goes to my kids. They decide to skip it and go to his grandchildren. Uh, A disclaimer can be very, very um, impactful in very specific circumstances. But again, just as uh, we discovered when we found out that Alyssa was very happy to hear that there was a $100,000 check on her way. Um, something about college payments, something. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear it all. Uh, bottom line is uh, mechanism. You've got to make sure that you're working with a very skilled estate planning attorney because a disclaimer, you can't just go, hey, no thanks. You've got to file the appropriate statement. It's got to be recognized by the executor. It's Everything's got to be done crossing T's and dotting the I's. Otherwise, it will likely end up in the hands of people you don't want it in the hands of. Mm. But making sure that you follow the rules, use a good attorney, yeah, you should be fine. What would be the difference? And I guess it depends on the nature of the assets. So let's just say it's like not IRA money that is mm. taxed as income when you take it out, okay? Um, the difference in the person who's going to disclaim it, t- accepting it, and then gifting it to the next in line. Uh, yeah, it, it predominantly taxation, um, simplicity. Um, the uh, impact is um, rather immediate versus um, a du- two, two or three steps down the road. Um, gifting rules used to be really restrictive. Yeah. So disclaimers were much more useful. Okay. Yeah. And now gifting rules are like, it's easy peasy, just easy peasy, <laughs> lemon squeezy. Yeah. Unless, unless 99 year old mom is leaving $15 million. Sure. And wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? That's a lovely thing. But unless it's a huge number, then the differential might be pretty small. Yeah. Might be pretty small. Interesting. Yeah, interesting indeed. 833-707-7900. People ask us stuff that you can't even, like your head hurts sometimes. <laughs> it's it's that interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, Alyssa is the queen of? Strategy. Strategy. <laughs> Coming up with uh, creative and useful solutions to challenging problems is a hoot. Mm. It is absolutely a hoot. And sadly, too many of our competitors um, are investment advisor only. And and their their biggest hoot is 
um, we took your stock exposure from 53%, slashing it down to 51.5%. <laughs> All right, I'm snooze what? fest. What? It is snooze fest. <laughs> As opposed to, we cared enough about your family that we're looking three generations at how the estate should be established. We care enough about you that we're looking at your social security strategies from a half a dozen different angles to make sure that you, your family, are, are receiving the, the, the most effective benefits that we possibly can. The list goes on and on where, where we integrate investment, tax, legacy, planning, um, all in one solution that uh, some, some of them are pretty elegant. <laughs> some of them are pretty elegant. Uh, I am 75. I have one and a half million dollars invested. I've been with my current advisor for 12 years. Okay. He charges 1% for the first 1 million and 0.9% on 1 to 2 million. I recently met with an advisor at a big financial firm as I want to cut the fees I pay. This company has a plan with no advisory fee. And a computer algorithm that invests the money in ETFs based on my risk tolerance. I would have access to the advisor twice a year. Uh, I believe this would save me one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars over the next ten years. Why wouldn't someone take this route to save such a significant amount of money? What should I know or be aware of before I say yes? Oh wow. Kind of a nice segue there, Gene, because <laughs> we were just talking about uh, strategy and service and all of those components that get mm -hmm. folded in, like besides the investment advisory mm -hmm. side. So um, I, I would think with this person, it's like, do you need to talk about all those other things like the estate planning and <sighs> taxes and do you need help figuring out distributions adjusting things like if you need anything more than just manage this account then i i don't think that the computer algorithm solution is right for you if you feel confident you've got your ha a handle on everything else and it's all set and you're not worried about it maybe it is okay for you it depends on what you need right hmm. that's that's a very good start and it's and that's that's a very diplomatic start as well because you're being far too kind in my opinion <laughs> because when the new advisor starts with we don't charge anything that is a big steaming pile of hoo-ha this uh unless the the sign over the door says salvation army oh i thought that's what it was the red cross <laughs> Uh, laughing in my nightmare, mm -hmm. nonprofits that will do this out of the kindness of their hearts because yeah. they're the salt of the earth. Now, there's got to be some kind of charge. Of course there is. Now, if the advisor had said, we're going to cut your fees dramatically because mm -hmm. what we do is we use this algorithm, we use ETFs, and normally ETFs, you can get mm, three-tenths of 1% as, an, as, as a fee. Mm -hmm. In our case, we charge... Um, six tenths of 1%, way less than you're currently paying. You don't pay us a fee directly. We get it from the ETS, from the algorithm, from the AI, or at least you got the A part, you got the artificial part. Uh, well, or the A, well, it depends because some of the, well, all right, I'm going to let that go because I'm tra tra traveling down a path 
of ruin. That's really bad. So if if the if it had been transparently explained to him that here's how we get paid and it's very modest and you're going to save a lot of money. I would say, all right, now we've got a challenge. Now we have to really understand, and, and you were quite right, we have to understand what are we getting mm-hmm. versus what are we getting. That's not what they did. Yeah. We, we don't charge anything. That is a steaming pile of hoo-ha. It is a lie. They are in business to make money. The question now becomes, is since you have lied to me about that, what else are you going to lie to me about? Yeah. And if the issue is, well, I didn't lie. I just went to understand. It's it's very similar to um, the the uh, fixed indexed annuity people going. There are no fees. Bull. That is absolutely insane. You, there may not not be obvious fees. There may not be clearly delineated fees. There may be hidden fees, but there's not no fees because otherwise you people would be bankrupt in the first six months of your existence. Since we're there not bankrupt and it's a major firm, we already know he, this financial advisor, he or she either lied, blatantly lied. That's my first guess. Or they are so ignorant that they have been trained by someone who is lying to them <laughs> and they bought it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't charge anything. It's really amazing. We're just, we're, we're the little sisters of the poor and we just give until it hurts. My guess is they said no advisory fee, but that's just not what they call their fee. It's something else. And they're just using that language to be deceiving. So they're uh, very careful about what pronouns they wish <laughs> to use. Right. Yeah. That's the world that we're in now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fee. It's, it's not a fee. No. Uh, it's an expense. Mm-hmm. But. But isn't it an expensive fee? Oh, no. No, what you're paying is a fee. What we have is an expense. You know what? It's a charge. It's a charge. (laughs) Exactly. A fee, a charge, an Uh, expense. It is um, the cost of doing business. You fill in the blanks. This gentleman is being lied to. Now, Alyssa's point is very important and, and a really, really, really good one. If indeed all you're getting from your financial advisor is one phone call a year and, and little or nothing in the way of advice, paying for that is, is wrong. Hmm. If what you're getting is a proper um, fiduciary, strategic, comprehensive financial advisory service, then the fees that this gentleman is currently charging are very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And, and I am saying that based on my experience in, in, not just our own company, but many other companies that I've been both affiliated with or, or consulted with. But I'm saying that based on a study done by Vanguard. You may have heard of them. Startup financial company. Um, trying their best to they're, serve Americans. They're going to get there. I think so. <laughs> I have, have great hopes for them. Mm-hmm. Who did a study five or six years back about what value in percentage terms. What real value does a financial advisor bring to the table? Mm. And their conclusion was about three and a half percent improvement in performance. So if this gentleman is paying on average 0.95 and he's getting three and a half percent benefit, his real question should be, can I give you more money? <laughs> if I give you more money and every percent I give you, I get three and a half back. This is fabulous. Yeah. 
if if he's not getting that where he is, that's a shame on the current financial advisor. If he's intending to go to an advisor who's lying to him, shame on him. The reality is there are legions of really good financial advisors out there, fiduciaries putting the best interest of their clients at heart. And this crap of, I can talk to my advisor twice a year. What are the limits, by the way, that you put on your clients in terms of how often they can talk to you? Minimums. Oh, you have minimums. Yeah, yeah, right. Four times a year at least. So they're going to talk to you Mm -hmm. at least double what this guy gets. And reasonably speaking, as often as they need. Mm -hmm. As often as they need. (sighs) What an amazing world we live in. (laughs) Speaking of an amazing world... Uh, this is uh, our bumper music by ACDC. <laughs> what? what? Dr. Dr. Snoop? Dre Dog? No? Okay. No, maybe, we come, maybe when we come back from, the, from this break. <laughs> uh, nice piece of music indeed. Uh, 833-707-7900. 833-707-7900. Icebreaker call for the second hour coming up <laughs> after this. On more than money. to more than money this is our second full hour if you are just joining us welcome if uh, you would like to catch up we had some very interesting questions in the first hour some very very interesting stuff indeed you can't make some of this stuff up Mm. although i have tried um all you need do to uh, gain the first hour uh it's streaming as of monday it'll be streaming on our website more than moneyonline.com we have one year's one years he trying to say one year's worth of radio shows there that you can stream. We have uh, oh I've lost track of how many videos of our uh, television shows, both our PBS thirty nine show and our Blue Ridge cable shows. Tons of opportunity there for you to learn a great deal. I think the thing that you should um, try to learn most, maybe focus on learning most, is about who we are. Hmm. I don't think uh, trying to uh, delve into one of our podcasts to determine the RMD rates for someone who's 83 (laughs) is a terribly uh, useful um, or a terribly productive use of your time. But if you want to spend an hour or two and get a sense of who we are, I think it's very useful. Um, on, on equally for folks who find us to their liking and folks who don't, I think if you understand the financial advisors, um, personality, chemistry, philosophy, I don't know what, 
what word or words are most accurate, but who they are as people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you a real leg up in the decision of, do I really want to spend the next 20 years with these people? <laughs> and and that's our litmus test. And it should be your litmus test. It should be, I want to find somebody who's so trusted and and so committed to my best interest that I never want to leave them. And um, I do have um, a milestone birthday coming up. And there are folks who say, hey, how long are you going to be doing this? <laughs> and the answer is until God takes me home, which might be today. Mm. It has nothing to do with age. It has those, those buses don't care how old you are when they hit you. It, it is somebody else's plan. Now, my plan personally is the Triple H Club, healthy, healthy, happy hundred for a long, long time. Um, but if you're with an advisor who uh, you're not sure has your best interest at heart, that's there's there's no reason for that. Uh, whether it's a more than money advisor or, gosh, there are so very many who are honorable and trustworthy and fiduciaries and put your best interest at heart. And, and charge you fundamentally exactly the same, maybe even a little less than what you're currently paying. So why accept inferior service when you can get um, the exact same or better for uh, the same price? So um, the other thing that I would caution, and for many of you, this is a concern that you've not yet thought about. Uh, if this was Gene talking to you, uh, inviting you over to his office, which was a one-room office, uh, with the um, uh, the receptionist being a golden retriever, <laughs> uh, you should have significant concerns because what happens when? As opposed to um, a team uh, of a very, um, goodness, outst- well, the word outstanding is, is, is absolutely appropriate. An outstanding team of talented, committed people who all have the same philosophy, uh, the same service philosophy, so that if uh, tomorrow the bus takes me out, my clients don't. um, All right, I hope maybe they'll miss me a little, but in reality, no speed bumps. But if you're dealing with somebody who works out of a spare bedroom in their house, or worse, out of the trunk of their car, or even if they have an office, but they are a solo practitioner and the good Lord calls them home, what happens to you? Well, you go into the orphan accounts for the bigger company or you get maybe you get a phone call from somebody in Delaware. Hey, we understand it. Yeah, he's gone and, and we're here to help. So we're making a phone call as opposed to welcome back to the office that you've been in for years and you'll get the same service, same approach, same philosophy. One of the other benefits is our technology, right? So we've Oof. embraced this system where we keep track of, of everything. So if one of the other advisors on our team has to take over helping you, serving you, you don't need to say, okay, start from the beginning who, excuse me, who are yeah. you? <laughs> Tell me all about yourself um, because we have, you know, notes and records and uh, we're keeping track of everything in a system that we all have access to. So mm. you, you know, it's a quick study of catching up 
And obviously we need to get to know you, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go through all the minutiae stuff that we can study on our own. So that helps too. No, and a good example of that is the clients that I met with yesterday. Uh, they've been working with us uh, for a couple decades. Mm-hmm. Started out very modestly. And now he is uh, expected to retire his last day in October. Oh, nice. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Very, very exciting. So uh, in the absence of a complete team and the technology to support that team, um, Alyssa would have to step in blind as opposed to she would refer to my notes from yesterday where it talks about um, his last day at work his uh, paid vacation that will bridge to his last final day at work, his uh, budget for their retirement, uh, the assets that are available, the plans that are in place. And she goes, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Now I just have to meet uh, our client and his wife, Um, actually meet his wife and and her husband. (laughs) She's tough. She's wonderful. They're both wonderful. But bottom line is, yes, the technology allows her to walk in with a tremendous base of knowledge and then just commiserate for a few minutes and then get to work. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, And if you're working with a financial advisor uh, that doesn't have that kind of system in place, now would probably be a good time to be thinking about looking. Uh, You don't want to be high and dry. You don't want to get that phone call of, hey... Uh, the guy, the only person you know from our organization is gone. You got to make some decisions. How about making sure that you're thinking about that in advance? Yeah. Uh, it's similar to the couples where only one of the people in the couple understand um, the, and are interested in the finances. And then and the other doesn't know anything about them and or doesn't care to know. And they don't have an advisor relationship. Because, like, the husband or the wife's been handling it all. What happens when he or she is gone? And you're, like, feeling, you're not only grieving, but you're lost and confused. Yes. So a lot of people we see come in for that reason, to help the transition within their household so that there's somebody there to be a partner to step in and replace in that in the financial management uh, role, re- kind of replace the person who was taking on all that responsibility. Um, so that's another thing to think about, too. Uh, even for you do-it-yourselfers, we have a small handful of very dear friends, folks who support us in all our community efforts, really, really high-quality people who are not clients mm-hmm. because one or the other, it used to always be the man's in charge of the money. And now it's about 50-50. It might actually be tilted towards, uh, in many families, uh, the the uh, the wife is taking more responsibility for the financial side, but bottom line is uh, knowing that we have this relationship and this uh, like mindedness and uh, and concern and care for each other allows them to continue to be do it yourselfers, mm-hmm. knowing that when that time comes, their spouse will be well taken care of by someone they know and trust. It's right. pretty very very important issue, very very important issue. Alyssa at uh, askmtm.com. 
I, yes. got, I got an email to that very email address with a question. It's not about saunas, is it? It's not. <sighs> I would love to talk about the Mike, sauna question. Mike, call back. I'm so interested in saunas. I need to pick your brain. <laughs> this question is about T-bill interest. If I buy a T-bill, treasury bill, mm. maturing January 15th, 2026, so that's two years from now, does the interest go on the 2026 tax mm. or the year I buy it since at a discount and I know what the interest will be? Well, actually, you don't know what the interest will be because you can buy and sell T-bills. Mm. So you can... Um, um, Initially, there is no interest because you bought it at a discount, but you've earned nothing. If you sell it six months in, there will be an accrued interest. You'll re realize that that will be taxable. If you go the entire 2025, there is, I'm, I'm, I'm going way out on the limb here. I think there is a requirement that you um, pay tax on the accrued interest. Uh, but Diane, if that is her real name, will confirm that or deny that if if Jean is wrong. Uh, but in general, most CDs, for example, don't pay interest until maturity. That That's when you declare that as taxable. Right. And I, if my, my understanding is correct uh, from a conversation I had with Diane, some banks, CDs, um, like they'll report the accrued interest before maturity. And then if they report it, you do have to pay tax on it. So that would be same deal with this, right? Like, Without a doubt. Yeah. So it depends yeah. on what information I guess you have. What'd you say? <laughs> it depends? I did. Wow. That's a phrase we could use. 833-707-7900. All right. I think this is our icebreaker call for hour two. Mm -hmm. It's John. Good morning, John. How can we help you today? Yes, good morning. I do have a question on a reverse mortgage. Okay. Uh, currently, my wife currently my wife is uh, retired. Uh, I am still working with an income of about sixty uh, sixty seven sixty eight thousand dollars a year. Okay. I have no mortgage payment. Uh, I owe uh, I, my my value of my house is about seven hundred fifty nine thousand dollars, and we have about one point two million dollars in a uh, different annuities. My question is, I have to leave my property to, and um, we were going to take out an annuity just to have that money free to travel, whatever we want to do. I don't know anything about annuities. We were told we, we have a very good lady helping us, but I want a second opinion. Okay, now we we broke up there for a second, so I, I want to make sure that I understand. Uh, you you've got a home that's very valuable. It is it is uh, mortgage free. You have about one point two million in annuities currently. Uh, yes. And your question. Uh, also, go ahead. Well, I also am still employed. Excellent. Uh, I'm, I make an income of about sixty eight thousand dollars. Excellent. Uh, I was thinking about I was thinking about retiring. Okay. Uh, except for, you know, what, what insurance costs. Mm. Uh, my question is, is should I do a reverse mortgage to free up some cash, and then I believe it's not taxed, uh, to do some things that I want to do? Interesting. How old are you, sir? I am uh, 61, going to be 62 in about uh, eight days. Eight days. So you and I have a birthday coming up very close together, and Zach's birthday is coming up. Andrew's. So we're all right there. Excellent. 
Um, well, is your good wife? Have birthdays in March. I'm sorry. Good people have birthdays in March. Indeed, yes, I like that. That's, uh, we'll form a club. Um, you, is your wife on the deed as well? Uh, yes, she is, and she is retired. And is she old, 62 or younger? Uh, she's older than 62, and she okay. is collecting uh, Social Security, and uh, she has her benefits through uh, whatever they give her for free. Excellent. Okay. Um, you at 62, uh, seeing as both of you are at least 62, you do qualify for the reverse mortgage. It is certainly something you want to explore. You want to spend time with an expert. We're very blessed in our more than money world headquarters that we have. Uh, Tiffany Shuda has been doing reverse mortgages forever. She started in junior high school. She is very, very knowledgeable. Uh, and when I, and may I say, May I say I use I'm using Tiffany and she you're right she is very very knowledgeable. Excellent. And, uh, we we really uh, appreciate everything she's done. I just uh, I guess that being my age I'm just a little I don't know leery about. I feel it's so finalized, you know, it's like the last thing in my mm. life or something. Oh, no. interesting. Interesting. Uh, it, no, you're, and Alyssa's shaking her head going, don't think that way because <laughs> you're very, very young. You've got 38 more years to join the H, Triple H Club. <laughs> so um, it, it is simply a tool. That's yeah. that's that's all this is. Now, what, what I would suggest is, and it may give you some peace of mind, um, a lot of people think of reverse mortgages as a done deal. I take a reverse mortgage and now I'm locked in forever. That's not the case at all. They are, forgive the phrase, reversible, meaning you can pay them off just like any other mortgage if you're so inclined. We don't encourage that. Tiffany would never encourage that because the upfront costs are typically substantial enough that the, you, you are, uh, you're kind of on the hook for all the expenses up front. So a short-term exposure would be, would be quite expensive. Longer term, the longer the term you go, the more efficient reverse mortgages are. But that doesn't change the fact that if you got three or four years into this and you're still very young and you're going, ah, wish I hadn't done it, you can always pay it off. Mm -hmm. You can use some proceeds perhaps from your, your annuities or your IRAs and, 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 and devote that towards paying that off if you want to go in reverse. The other issue, and, and I'm sure you've talked about this with Tiffany, is that reverse mortgages come in different flavors so that you might take a big chunk of money out to do some things that you want, or you might take some money out. You might set it up as a line of credit and only draw against it as you, yeah. as you determine you need it. And again, that gives you a chance to kind of get your feet wet. Hey, I like this. This is working out really well for me. Um, of course, the reverse mortgage is only going to be against part of your home. Your home is very valuable and, and let's just pick a number and say out, out of your, your equity, uh, you get a $300,000 reverse mortgage. You still got tremendous equity there. Uh, you're you're going to have a lot more flexibility than it may first appear. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's the difference between your ability to do things in your life uh, with, with you and your bride that you really want to do and not being able to do it, I say do it. Okay. And I must say, Tiffany was very thorough. Uh, we met with her a couple times. I, I just, I guess, I just needed to uh, to have somebody else to, to uh, speak with. No and, worries. Uh, well, yeah. great. Thank you. God thank bless you. Very much. Yeah. God bless you.
it's wonderful when you find out somebody's working with someone that you know you can trust. Yes, exactly. That's your, your, my, you just go, ah, it's wonderful. Yes. 833-707-7900. All right. Jim is on the phone with a tax question. Good morning, sir. How can we help? Good morning. Um, Hopefully you can straighten something out for me. Um, This question is actually for my son. He's uh, active military Marines right now. And um, last year, he just came up on his two-year anniversary, and last year he decided to do his taxes online by himself, which I said, great. Well, a couple of months ago, he told me that he received a tax bill for a little over $1,100. And so I said, well, send me the information, and he did. And I looked at it, and here it was from the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, his federal taxes were fine, but apparently when he put in his total income for the state of Pennsylvania on that, on that return, it was more than double what his income was. And I asked him, I said, where did you get this number from? And, you know, typical answer, I, I don't know. <laughs> so the point is, um, how do I go and, and, you know, clear up this administrative nightmare here? Um regarding his tax, this would be 2022 tax mm. return. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank your son for his service for us. Um, second of all, uh, filing taxes, as he has learned, man, that hurts. It's, it is a, it's a headache producer, and, it, and it's, it seems like it should be pretty straightforward, but often it is not. Um, and this, in this case, uh, I'm going out on the limb because Diane, if that is her real name, will correct me instantaneously if I'm wrong, but it seems rather straightforward that you, you will need to file what's called an amended return. It is in essence, refiling the 2022 return with the correct numbers. Uh, often a good idea when you file an amended return is, is just to attach a short note of explanation uh, amended returns on the federal side are very simple. It's a one-page document. I'm not familiar with Pennsylvania, but I'm going to guess it's relatively the same. And if you uh, are, uh, again, if he's online, most software packages have amended return opportunities built into the software package. But if for some reason either he or you don't find that rather easily, uh, reach out to our office directly directly. Uh, I'll give you that number here in a moment. Reach out to our our office directly because uh, we are not in the business of seeing our Marines taken advantage of in the tax system. We will make sure that we get this corrected for him uh, and happy to do that. So uh, if if you can figure it out, great. Uh, If not, 610-746-7007. One of our tax advisors will make sure that that gets the um, amended return yes. file. Diane says, call the office. Call the office. Cool. Well, I appreciate that very much, and I think I'd rather do it in person versus try to do it online again for him. So, uh, yeah. We'd be happy to help. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, God bless. Uh, 803-707-7900. Uh, as soon as he said Marine. That's all you got to say. <laughs> uh, military, you you need help. You let us know. Yep. Diane yeah. says, um, respond to the notice. Don't amend the return, but call and they'll talk about it for sure. So be happy yeah. to help. Excellent. Excellent indeed. Uh, 833-707-7900. Um, excellent. Uh, that one. You know what? I'm going to share this question before we go to the break. 
and then our audience can think about it, and you can think about it. Okay. Uh, young lady writes, our retirement is mainly Social Security, and we need a little more. I work outside the home to supplement our income, but I'm hoping to retire soon. I figured out a way to divide our home into create in, and to create a two- or three-bedroom apartment to rent out for supplemental income. Very nice. My husband doesn't like the idea. He thinks I'm, I will make the finances work without his help since I always have. He has been retired for six years. He knock, knocking around the yard and home while I take care of the money. What should I do? Ooh, Ooh indeed. So we'll leave that one percolate as we're coming up on our last break of the show. Uh, again, last break of the show, if you will uh, do me the great favor, we are asking you to circle uh, March 9th on your calendar. March 9th will be a special event. We're going to do a live show at our More Than Money World headquarters. We're going to do a drive-around birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. That should be great fun. Uh, cupcakes are in order, so you're going to get some treats, and uh, we'll be raising funds for the More Than Money uh, Foundation for American Values. If you are so inclined, um, I have been very blessed. So many friends, so many clients saying, hey, what can we do for your birthday? And the answer is, what do you do for the guy that's got everything? Because I got Alyssa, I got John, and I got <laughs> I got Bobby Gunter Walsh right around the corner. I mean, pff, please, please, an, an, an abundance of riches. Well, if you want to help us help others, um, we absolutely want to do that. Our foundation, as you well know, supports, uh, gosh, Folds of Honor, Children's Home of Easton, Laughing in My Nightmare, um, the, the list is, is pretty extensive, including, um, gosh, our, our most, our most current event is, is raising funds for the center for animal health and welfare. Uh, and then of course, animals in distress. So if it's, if it's our military our first responders, children, animals, young entrepreneurs, we're going to be, uh, we should be talking about that here shortly too, about, we're talking about a scholarship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very exciting mm -hmm. stuff. If you want to help, that'd be great. The banner's up on our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. We'll start taking pledges next week. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we're back after this, on More Than Money. But 
at the very least, if you're walking down the street and you've had no food and you've only got a dime in your pocket, you can call Dave Ramsey. Because <laughs> Dave can square you away. He'll give it to you straight. He'll tell you to sell that guitar, <laughs> get back on that bus, get yourself square, get out of debt. Oh, goodness gracious. Welcome back. You've got more than money. We've got 22 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. We have one call on hold. 833-707-7900, Gene at AskMTM.com, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. We go back to the phone. Yes, we're going to speak with Frank. Good morning. How can we serve you? Hi, good morning. How are you guys? We're doing great, thank you. What's going on? Good. Uh, I wanted to uh, inform you guys and our listeners, you know, in, in the Lehigh Valley that... Um, I recently, me and my wife had to make a decision to uh, put our mother and her mother in to the hospital because she had uh, congestive heart failure. And from the hospital, they put her in a, to a nursing home that you know my wife chose and I, and uh, they wanted to know if she had a, a house in. We said, yes, she has her, her house. They said she can keep that primary uh, residence. And um, because she doesn't have uh, the A and B medical plan for the... So, uh, the uh, Medicare. Uh, Medicare. Um, after she's done at the nursing home, if she doesn't return back to her primary residence... And if she passes away because of her condition, um, the house, because she never put it into a trust or in her will, and she didn't take care of her, uh, unfortunately, she didn't take care of her uh, business before she got sick, the house gets sold and satisfies the balance that's going to be owed to Medicaid mm -hmm. or I, I we never knew that and like listening to your show for a couple years now I never uh, everything that we've talked of that I've learned about uh, Social Security Medicaid taxes and, and and just the whole ball of wax we were never that would that caught us off guard and I don't want anyone to experience what we are experiencing because the house is a house that my it's been in my family, my, my wife's family since 1950s. It was a, in a cornfield where in Orfield where it was all uh, farmland mm -hmm. and now it's developed. Mm -hmm. And it's just heartbreaking to me to have to see my wife have to make a horrible it's it's very difficult. Yeah, of course it is. It's very uh, difficult. Now, Frank, it, it, I, I, yeah, I to... let, let me slow you up here a little bit. So for everyone listening, for folks who have modest means, uh, in order to qualify for Medicare, your means must be very modest. You can have a home, but you can have almost nothing in the way of cash, investments. It is literally intended to be medical welfare. It is intended to be the, the uh, support for someone who cannot uh, pay for care themselves. So Me in, Medicaid. In, I'm sorry, Medicaid. So uh, in, in this case, 
um, uh, mom has an asset, very valuable, very particularly to the family, uh, the home, uh, but li- very little else. So the medical expenses that will be accumulated will be paid for out of Medicaid, which is, is, is part of the governmental system that we all pay into. And whatever the balance is um, at the point when she passes away, uh, that will be uh, expected to be repaid to Medicaid. So let's pick a number and say that the home is worth 250000 and that the bills that are racked up are uh, $80,000. There will be an $80,000 lien placed against uh, the home. That doesn't mean that Medicaid takes the home. What it means is that Medicaid expects to be repaid in one of a couple ways. It could be, yes, the home sadly is sold. It leaves the family and um, and, 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 and they get their $80,000 and the family gets the difference, $170,000. It could also be that the family, whether it's your wife or, or the family in general, um, pays the $80,000, the lien is removed, and the house stays in the family. It could also mean that, uh, gosh, we don't have 80000 laying around. If you go to the bank and you say, I have a house worth uh, two hundred and fifty, would you lend me 80000 Almost every bank would say, yes, that's a very good loan to make. And you still get to keep the house. So it's simply a function um, of, uh, sadly, how much of an expense is accrued, what, how big a lien is placed against the home, uh, and whether or not that makes any sense. Because in my example, uh, the home is worth two fifty. If uh, for your mother-in-law, the the bills that are racked up are three hundred, three fifty, etc., then then almost undoubtedly the house will be taken. Um, but you're 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 absolutely right. It's not an issue that we talk about often on air. We have talked about it in the past, um, but it is a shock to the system to find out. Uh, and and we're prayerful for for your family that that it works out uh, that you can keep the house. There, there's at least the opportunity that you will be able to keep the house, but uh, that's yet to be seen. Yes. Well, I, I appreciate you. And, uh, Alyssa, I, I really find that uh, everything you guys say has added value to my way of living and my families. And uh, I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. God and bless. I'm a little emotional because I, you know, we've we've been planning that, you know, that property and that land and that house and uh, anything associated with it is going to go into a trust to take care of my brother-in-law, who, uh, right in front of that house, uh, was hit by a drunk driver, mm. unfortunately, when he was uh, 13 years old, oh. and he is still in a wheelchair and. Uh, up to the date that um, her mother went into the hospital, she was taking care of him. And mm-hmm. he is now, uh, I believe, 50, 57 years old. Wow. So that's why, you know, I am besides myself emotionally. Because of course. It's not just about the house and the land. It's about, you know, what my father-in-law and my wife and, and the mother wanted, my mother-in-law wanted, it was uh, to go into taking care of, you know, 
my brother-in-law. Yeah. Understandable. But I just, uh, I, I appreciate you guys. And I just wanted to let you know this. And uh, it caught me off guard. You just caught me off guard. And, uh, you know, uh, God bless you. Mm-hmm. Have a beautiful weekend. God bless and you. I, I am a loyal listener. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for calling and sharing this with our listeners. And our prayers to your family. Thank huh. you so much, guys. He appreciates us. We, he has no idea how much we appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Uh, yeah. Very challenging. Uh, I would encourage, uh, even though it seems like um, it's a done deal, it may not be. Yeah. I would encourage Frank and his family to consult with a trusted attorney. Uh, Certainly in our office, Keith is uh, very knowledgeable about estates, about Medicaid, about waivers, and about what options may be available. And understanding that in this case and that last piece of the puzzle with his uh, brother-in-law, wheelchair-bound, that may have an influence about whether Medicaid will take the home or not. Right. That, that taking his home is certainly not in anybody's best interest. Right. So uh, consulting with an attorney an hour may end up gaining a lot of peace of mind. Uh, worst case scenario, nothing to be done and we're no worse off. Best case scenario that there are some rays of light at the end of the tunnel. But Frank, we appreciate you. We appreciate your family. And indeed, we keep you in our prayers. Goodness. Uh, 833-707-7900. And before we go back to the question that we started, um, young person, young lady writes, my will states that upon my death, my house is to be sold. Taxes are paid, money divided among my three children. The house is about 325. Will they have to pay any tax on the money received? And is there a better way to do this? I'm 93 years old. I live in the house. Uh, how often should my will be updated if there are no changes? Oh. That's a that second question is very interesting. Let's circle back to that because that applies to everybody. Um, but the first one: um, Will they have to pay any any taxes on the inheritance? Yes, yes. Pennsylvania inheritance tax. Assuming she lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah, let's assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, direct descendants have to pay four and a half percent tax on all of the assets inherited. So that would include the value of the house. And in this case, it's about 15,000, not a huge number divided by three. It's about five grand per child to receive what will end up being well in excess of $100,000 net. Not anything that I would find um um, uncomfortable. I think you leave things as is. Mm-hmm. A much broader question: How often should somebody have their will reviewed? Well, if if things haven't changed, um, it's likely your will is fine as it is. But for peace of mind, uh, I don't know if there's a general uh, a, a recommended uh, interval of time. But I don't know. Is like five or 10 years, a good metric, like just, just to, to be sure. And the reason maybe would be if there were changes in any laws, right? Like if your situation hasn't changed, your, your beneficiaries haven't changed, the ages of your beneficiaries haven't changed, the people you want to be your executors um, are still alive and well and able to do it. Like th- those are the things that you need 
that you know, you know, about that you need to look at and make sure those things all still apply. Good wills are written in a way that there are contingencies in place that do not so that they do not need to be amended often. Yeah. I sit with Keith all the time and he says, we put these things in place, these provisions so that you shouldn't necessarily need to update this document ever again. Mm. So if unless you move or, mm. you know, you didn't uh, something happens that you didn't plan for that it doesn't stipulate. Didn't. Didn't plan, didn't for. plan for it. Yeah, but um, if for peace of mind, you know, at least for your own, you should look at it yourself um, when things change in your family and review, okay, wait, how did I have this set up? Is everything covered? Uh, I don't know. What would you think? Well, about? I think once again, uh, you have received excellent training. Um, <laughs> you clearly have. Um, I've been a very, very good influence on you. Yes. Um, your description is precisely correct. There are two reasons why someone would need to have their wills potentially have their wills revised one changes in your circumstance i had a child pass away i had a child get divorced i had uh we have grandchildren now we never had grandchildren before that kind of thing those are things that you will know about and then the changes that you will not know about and that's laws and regulations and Medicaid issues, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, and those the attorney will know about. Uh, more than money, uh, clients have an extra added advantage mm -hmm. because you will be talking to uh, your advisor every three months. Um, so if let, let's say it's a five-year kind of a process that we would generally guide people uh, to have your wills reviewed every five years. Let's let's assume that's the general guideline. I don't know that that's the case, but let's let's use that as a general guideline. Um, and six months into that five years, you're meeting with your more than money advisor, and you're saying, "Oh, we're so excited! First grandbaby coming." That's something that you might need to adjust your will for. Hey, so excited! Uh, my daughter finally got rid of that bum. She's divorced. Uh, well, that's something that you may want to take a close look at. Hey, just decided I'm probably going to retire. Not sure if we're going to stay north, sell our house, give it to our kid. Whoa, that's something you need to talk to your state attorney about because your more than money advisor is, um, integrated. It's not a great word, but um, works uh, side by side with the estate planning attorney. And because we are um, reasonably well-trained, um, Alyssa sits in on lots and lots of keystroll meetings so that she can uh, learn as much as she can and be annoying. <laughs> I love to annoy Keith. I know. He hates it when I sit next to him during the <laughs> Icing on the cake. It's just Shut up, Alyssa. <laughs> It, it, Actually, he's it, nice. He it's, he's very nice. <laughs> he thinks that almost nonstop, but he's very nice. But bottom line, having all of that connection to your financial advisor who is um, trained to be aware, to be alert for the kinds of things that would require you to have your will adjusted is a huge advantage. Then you don't have to wonder, hey, it's been five years, should I? It's not like a colonoscopy. It's five years, you absolutely should. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> Only I could bring colonoscopy and will reviews into the same 
It's a, it's a, well, in many cases. The depth and breadth. Of oh, don't the... say depth. <laughs> For God's sakes, don't say breadth. Oh, my God. I said that it's on like purpose. You've never, oh, that is so rude. You, you're very bad. <laughs> I try to be a good influence. I was going to say that was your influence. I try, well, actually. <laughs> guilty as charged. <laughs> Uh, 833-707-7900. We return to the question about this young lady who's mm. been in charge of her finances. Mm -hmm. She's hoping to retire soon. Mm -hmm. Social Security doesn't quite do it, so she's been working outside the house. Her husband, on the other hand, who has been retired for six years, in her phrase, has been knocking around the yard and house. Putzing around. Yeah, while I'm taking care of the money. And her idea is to convert part of her home into a rental. Yeah. And he's like, no, thanks. I don't like that idea. Come up with something else, woman. That's basically what he said to her. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> smarty pants, what, what are you advising her to do? I advise that the two of them come and sit down with a neutral third party mm. to review the situation and the options because I think they need, in essence, and on one hand, a mediator, hmm. and another hand, she's been doing this on her own. Great, she's not a financial advisor. Hmm. She might not be aware of options that they have, hmm. uh, strategies. Because while she's being creative here, um, and you know this whole convert the house and rent it out, um, maybe that works. That's kind of a big deal. Hmm. Uh, you know, we, this is your home. Where you live. Now your husband's going to be putzing around somebody else's uh, residence, too. <laughs> so, no, I would warn against that being, like, the first answer because it's a pretty significant impact on your life. So maybe that is where you end up, but I would say explore other options first, and you might need the help of a professional to do that before you decide it, that's the best solution. Hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot, um, particularly... Uh, if you're using a financial advisor who has technology on their side and has the ability to do a, um, a projection, mm -hmm. sit down. Uh, in, in our world, we have a couple different um, technology packages that we can use. Mm -hmm. uh, Money Guide Pro. Um, Journey Guide. Journey Guide. Mm -hmm. So that you can uh, maybe, maybe demonstrate to the husband, if we don't do something different, we're going to lose our house in eight years. Yep. Well, that might get his attention. Yeah. Uh, if you don't stop putzing and start earning a living, uh, this might be tragic. Mm -hmm. um, my idea is this. Now, projecting that idea, of course, there's going to be costs involved. So does it make sense? We don't know yet. We don't know what rental they can collect. We don't know how expensive it would be, et cetera. We talked earlier in the show about an option that they need to explore. A reverse mortgage. Without a doubt. Yeah, that might be another way to use the equity in their home to create some more additional cash flow without needing to, you know, cut back on the space they have, share their property with another family, take on the responsibilities of being a landlord and all that stuff. Yeah. Downsizing. Yeah. That's an option. Yep. Maybe not. The best. Well, so far, we don't have a best option. We don't know enough. We don't know enough. Yeah. Uh, but there are options. There are, are alternatives, things that they should look at, things that they should consider and compare kind of side by side. Very difficult for 
and I don't mean this in a negative way, but very difficult for an amateur, for a Mm non-professional to do. Hey, you know what we could do? Yeah, that's a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, we could borrow. Ah, that's a lot of debt. Okay. So if you've got one person just naysaying everything and the other person not being trained into how to demonstrate the impact, um, you're at a crossroads. You're at an impasse. And, uh, likely not to go much beyond that uh, other than just create tremendous amounts of stress that's never ending. Yeah. And it's all on her. Yeah. Because he's, he's out in the backyard smoking weed and he's just, <laughs> he doesn't, he's just chilling. He's just got, or mushrooms. You don't know. It's oh very difficult to, Sometimes it's not necessarily yeah. doing anything illegal, but maybe not helpful. Wait, either. whoa, whoa. Mushrooms are illegal. Well, unless you mean the kind that grow in his yard. No, that's <laughs> not what I meant. I meant the magic shrooms. Yeah, I don't think those are allowed. That's wow. I got to make a note. Oh, Jesus. Somebody clarify that, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, folks, um, this, the, these kinds of challenges. Uh, and they are, they are, they, they, we, we absolutely do not mean to make light of these kinds of challenges because the emotional piece, the stress involved can be every bit as impactful as the finances involved. Um, there's a reason the show is called more than money. Uh, the decisions that we make are often f- so much more than the dollars and cents. And the only way, and Alyssa said it very well, we don't know enough yet to be able to give this couple a definitive recommendation of the appropriate, what's your favorite word? Strategy. Strategy. And this is not about, in this particular case, how much money do you want to invest? (laughs) That's where a lot, maybe half of the advisors in the world are out there just know, how much money do you want to invest? At this moment, I'm really worried about keeping my house. Yeah, that's not what we do. It's what we do. It's what more than money advisors do. So if you are in a scenario where you're going, I got, yeah, I'm concerned and and I'm not really sure how to kind of unpack this and then create our strategy, all you have to do is ask. Send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Happy to hook you up. Uh, morethanmoneyonline.com is our website. Tons of great information, tons of radio shows that are streaming there and lots of videos, lots of information and learn all about our team. Our team is fantastic and you get a chance to explore our team there a little bit and then contact us. And of course, wherever you may be, just reach out and call us 610-746-7007, Uh, And that's uh, it's old school, but it works really, really well. Folks, thank you so very much. Your kind thoughts, uh, several emails of uh, best wishes for my daughter and her uh, impending um, motherhood and Hmm. uh, so much more to be excited about. We'll we'll keep you in the loop. (laughs) So uh, hopefully uh, you learned enough or enjoyed enough that you'll be back with us next week when we return to the microphones of More Than Money. And say, all right, love is kind of crazy with a spoon.